Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Tudor Assassin. Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson. Chapter 7 The Ambush Marlowe exited the tavern and looked up at the pale evening sky streaked with ribbons of pink and orange clouds. He took a moment to cautiously peer at each of the doorways, alleys and dark passageways surrounding him. Content he was unobserved, he began his journey. The streets were thinly populated by now and pinpoints of candlelight could be spotted through the windows of each house compacted into the crowded roads. Marlowe made a point of never staying on one street too long, snaking his way through the maze of narrow roads and keeping his head lowered save for a glance over his shoulder when he turned each corner. For a while he strode along the banks of the Thames, which boasted a dappled reflection of the low-hanging sun and watercolour sky. Keeping a pace not lacking in urgency, but slow enough to allay suspicion, Marlowe made good progress across the city. Despite his clandestine route, though, he had not avoided being followed. "'Which way did he go?' asked the professor as she dashed from the tavern. "'Here, I thought you were staying the night. I'm supposed to be helping you with your bags,' chimed Astrid, who had been sweeping the pavement. "'Helping me with them or helping yourself to them, dear heart?' Astrid gritted her teeth. "'I'm sorry about the map. I thought it might be worth something.' "'Oh, well, in that case you are absolved of all wrongdoing, my dear. If you were only stealing something for monetary gain, I quite understand.' "'Really?' No! Try walking in my shoes and saying that. The professor was pacing back and forth, unable to make up her mind which way to go. Oh, I can't have lost him. Why is he so important? Why? He's Kit Marlowe. Kit? Christopher, one of the greatest playwrights of the age. Oh, he's one of them, said Astrid. He'll be headed for the theatre then. Which one? Astrid scoffed. Which one? The theatre, you clothhead, north of the city walls. North, but east of where we are now, so... The professor turned slowly and looked at the lengthening twilight shadows. Adjusting her mental compass, she came to a halt. That way! And away she strode. It's nearly curfew, Astrid called after her. The city gates will be locked. It was too late. The professor was already disappearing from view. Astrid sighed, dropped her broom, lifted her smock above her ankles and ran off in pursuit. Bleeding tourists! Having taken a protracted route to the east of the city, Marlowe now turned north towards Shoreditch, along deserted side streets. Knowing time was short, he increased his pace, when out of the corner of his eye he noticed a heavy-set gentleman step out of the middle of the road ahead of him. He slowed and looked up. The burly man stood with his arms folded, fixing Marlowe with a threatening stare. Marlowe swallowed and continued, moving over to one side of the street as though to walk around the unknown interloper. As he neared, the man stepped across the street and blocked him again. Marlowe stopped and looked back the way he'd come. Sure enough, another, similar figure was approaching, preventing any form of retreat. Marlowe turned back to the first man and met his gaze. There was something unnatural about his eyes. They were clouded, but the mist seemed to swirl about behind the surface of his eyeballs, as if some teeming trickster dwelt within. The professor had broken into a jog, with Astrid close behind. He's just a writer, not the Queen Bess's new consort. But think of the insight I could get into his plays. 
This is a unique opportunity for study. No, it ain't. He's in a cart horse most weeks, when Mistress Bradley's not chasing him out of the house, that is. What luck I landed in this year of all years. Mind you, after that snafu in the vortex, might be a little wide of the target. What year is this? Eh? Astrid had fallen behind. The professor slowed to a brisk walk to let her catch up. What year is it, young lady? The name's Astrid. Unusual name? I'm an unusual young lady. Indeed. Still, wise enough to know what year it is, I'd assume. Cause you ain't. Please. 1593, last time I looked it up. The professor slowed to a stop. What month? You really are having me on. Which month? She repeated sternly. May. And the date. Astrid knew better than to mock the traveller further. There was a fear in her voice which belayed a wayward answer. It's the 29th. The professor's frown eased by the tiniest margin. Then she turned and ran. Astrid watched her go and called after her. What does it matter? So what if it's the 29th? Is it his birthday? I wish it were, the professor said to herself as Astrid gave chase. Who are you? Marlow asked the first of the sinister guards with a steady voice. Sent by the Privy Council? No came a hissing voice from a doorway to his right. Standing in the shadow of a building was the oddest man Marlowe had ever seen. He looked as though his skin had been stretched over a body too tall for it. Around his eyes and mouth the flesh had been worn thin and ripped. Beneath the skin were the bones of no human skeleton, sharp and angular where they ought to have been smooth. From under his long, dark cloak the ripped remains of once expensive clothes were visible. The man moved forward and Marlow, in spite of the hideous corruptions made to his fellow human's form, recognised him. Fryzer? No, I am not Fryzer. From within his cloak he withdrew an arm. His doublet and tunic had been shredded, so too had the skin. In its place were a set of jagged talons set into scaly skin. Marlow reached inside his own cloak and drew a dagger pointing it at the inhuman arm. Don't come any closer. He took a step back, straight into Cranmar, who wrapped an arm around each of Marlowe's and held him tightly. Marlowe tried in vain to swipe at him with the dagger, but his captor's crushing grip forced him to drop it. Vickers stomped over and picked it up. The creature took Marlowe by the throat. We are the end. We are the wraith. Chronicles of Professor Chronomio, an Unbound Theatre production. The Tudor Assassin was written by Dario Knight. It was performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. Mm-hmm.